Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 17th of August. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors. And once again, another sloppy night in the US. Dow Jones closing down 181 points or 0.52%. It had a high of 187 up and 189 down. So closing only eight points away from its low of the day. 34,766. We had the NASDAQ down 1.15%, 156 points, 13,475. And the S&P 500 down 34 points in the middle for diddle. All is right with the world, 0.76%, 44.04, just keeping its head above that 4,400 level. Fixed volatility index eased slightly higher, only 1.9% higher, 16.78 on the VIX. And ASX futures on the SPY, down 23 points or 0.32%. Not a very nice day yesterday, 110 points down from the ASX 200. Resources are really in trouble again. A major iron ore miners very much on the nose, down 2.4% yesterday in resources. Banks not doing as badly, but the banks were dominated, of course, by that CBA X dividend, which did knock quite a lot of that banking index. Over in Europe, we had uh, modest losses. Uh, Stock 600 down 0.06, FTSE down 0.4. The FTSE is very much skewed towards oil and gas and mining stocks, uh, which explains why it's uh, a little bit weaker than the rest of Europe, which was pretty much unchanged. In US bond yields, we had 10-year bonds of 4.258, up 3.7 basis points. And the two-year, close to that 5%, 4.967. They tell me on the telly this morning on CNBC that 4.25 is a critical level for the 10-year. And it was higher than that in terms of yield. Aussie 10 years, uh, pretty much in parity, really, with the US at the moment, 4.24%. And uh, the Aussie dollar still remaining under pressure, 64.24 at the moment. Bitcoin eased back 1.1%. Looking at US stocks, uh, we had NVIDIA down 1%. AMD uh, down 3.7%. Netflix down 1.9%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 2.5%. Tesla down 3.2%. More price cuts for Tesla as it continues to try and compete. And we have heard this, and I didn't write this before, that uh, Elon Musk says the higher interest rates go in the US, the more he has to cut prices to keep the Teslas affordable. Amazon down 1.9%. Alphabetti Spaghetti down 0.9%. We had Microsoft down 0.2%. Apple down 0.5%. US banks eased back as well. JP Morgan down 04 Bank of America 2.2% weaker. Wells Fargo down 1.2, Goldman's down 0.9, Morgan Stanley down 0.2 of a percent as well. Australian stocks overseas, we had CBA uh, down 1.1%, uh, James Hardy down 0.9, ResMed, which has held up very, very well in the face of all the headwinds at the moment, fell 5% in US trade. 
Not sure what happened there, but we'll see if that translates. It should translate into a move here. Uh, in European banks, UBS used to be smart up 1.1%. Barclays up 1% and Deutsche down half a percent. But last night, it was all about uh, the Fed minutes in the US. Uh, officials seeing upside risks to inflation, which could lead to more hike, rate hikes down the road. So they did say in these uh, Federal Reserve minutes that the inflation rate is still well above the committee's longer run goal and the labour market remains tight. So it is not done and dusted that the September meeting, 19th to the 20th for the FOMC meeting in September, is going to be a pause and certainly it will be data dependent. But the main event is shaping up next week as the Jackson Hole uh, seminar, conference, Gabfest, whatever you want to call it, but that Jackson Hole event next week is shaping up to be quite pivotal. Last year, uh, Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell banged on and on and on about the Fed and their fight against inflation, just to ram home the message that that would be their absolute priority and they would be laser-focused on that. It would be interesting to see what he has to say uh, to this week, uh, or rather next week, at Jackson Hole. Other news out of the US, Intel cancelled its planned acquisition of Tower Semiconductor. Uh, it didn't get uh, the regulatory approvals from China in time. Target rose around 3% after the retailer cut its full-year outlook. TJ Maxx shares hit an all-time high. And here's one which is an accident waiting to happen, if ever I've seen one. Uh, new listing VinFast, which is a Vietnamese electric vehicle maker, which did a SPAC uh, backdoor listing in the US via a special uh, purpose uh, acquisition company, uh, is now worth 85 billion US. That is bigger than, than uh, General Motors and uh, some of the other big U.S. car companies yet to make a profit. Uh, the SPAC deal initially valued the company at $23 billion. It is now worth $85 billion. Um, they are building a factory in North Carolina to compete with Tesla and BYD. No wonder Tesla's having to cut prices. Competition is coming in spades for the U.S. All right, well, let's look at uh, commodities last night as well. Uh, Brent crude, 2.1% down, $1.75. So we are seeing that oil price come under pressure as uh, worries and concerns about China continue. Uh, 83.29 for Brent crude. WTI, 79.35, back below 80 bucks. It had that big run from under 70 to over 80. Looks like that run has fizzled, 2.05% down, $1.66. Gold price down $9.80.5%. In Aussie dollar terms, it's still not far off 3,000 Aussie dollars an ounce, so that's not too shabby. Platinum down 0.7, US silver down 0.6, copper on the LME uh, down 0.2 of a percent, nickel up 0.4, only minimum unchanged, zinc down 0.5, lead down 0.4, ton down 0.1 of a percent. We did see a little bit of. Strength, or at least some support creeping into the iron ore price yesterday. Dalian iron ore futures up 0.85% in um, China. You in commodity stocks overseas, BHP down 1.8, Rio down 0.7 of a percent, uh, Arbamal down 1.4, uh, US uh, oil stocks, Exxon down 1.7, Chevron down 0.4, Shell down 0.5, Sigma Lithium slightly higher. 
6.4% higher. But it will all be today about results here again in Australia. Super Thursday kicks off and some big ones today. Uh, Origin, uh, first out of the blocks. Takeover Target, of course, Origin Energy, is forecasting a further improvement in earnings in its energy markets business. I have to say, uh, the takeover price is a little bit on the cheap side given what's happening and what's happened to AGL. Underlying net profit for Origin uh, rose to $747 million. That's a jumbo. In the year ended June 30th, higher than some analysts were predicting. The figure was up from $407 million a year earlier and declared a final dividend of $0.20. Cents. That's up from $0.16.5. Cents. You'd kind of like to think that the deal would fall over uh, under the takeover from Brookfield uh, because uh, Origin may have more upside without them. Uh, GQG, big fund manager, competes with uh, Magellan in some respects. It has reported... Uh, $6.5 billion of fund flows and a 6.5% net increase in revenue for the interim to $237.1 million US. Uh, that is bucking the trend in the fund management business of falling profits. $6.2 billion of US money of net inflows in the six months. So that's not bad. Interim quarterly dividend of $0.02. Cents. Not exactly the most generous in terms of the dividend side of things. Super Retail Group also out this morning with a 25 cent special dividend. The CEO rewarding shareholders and a final dividend of 44 cents. Profits and sales rose in 2023. It must be all those Matilda's shirts that they are selling at the moment. Um, Sales gained 7% to 3.8 million, a billion rather, for the year ended July 1, or up 9% adjusted for the extra week in the prior year. Statutory net profit up 9% to 63. Um, It uh, is doing well with super cheap Auto Rebel, all those Matilda shirts, BCF and MacPack as well, uh, doing pretty well. So that's uh, not bad. Like for like sales grew 8%. We also have Telstra, of course, the biggie out today. A profit looking pretty good, I've got to say. The Telstra has been uh, very defensive in some respects and, uh, of course, is very domestically focused, which can be pretty good. Uh, the uh, Telco Group delivered a 13% rise in annual net profits to $2.05 billion. So that's pretty good. Um, the company will pay a fixed final dividend of $0.85 cents bringing its total dividend of the year to $0.17 per share, which is up 3% on a year earlier. So some good news there for Telstra. In other news out this morning, ASX has reported underlying NPAD of 491.1 million. Uh, The market was going for around 500.7. The range was 494 to 517. So it does look a little bit light on. A revenue 1.01 billion. A final dividend of uh, $1.12.1, fully franked. Guidance, uh, capital expenditures, 110 to 140, uh, which is more than the market was going for, and uh, that is probably not great news for them. Goodman Group in the REIT sector has reported uh, FY EPS of $0.94. That was where the market was. Guidance for 9% EPS growth. Uh, implying a 102 on track to achieve key group sustainability targets. Forecast distribution for FY24 remains at 30 cents. Uh, Evolution Mining has guided to FY24 production, 770,000 ounces versus a year ago, 651,000 ounces. So that looks okay. All in sustaining costs, 
uh, look as if they're falling a little bit. 13.70 in Aussie dollar terms versus a year ago of 14.50. So some improvements there for Evolution Mining. ANZ uh, out this morning as well, only with a uh, Q323 chart pack uh, and talking more about balance sheet issues. But the important thing for them is credit quality, gross impaired assets as a potential as a percentage of total gross loans and advances, increased slightly from 17 basis points to 18 basis points. Uh, housing 90 day plus days past due uh, continues to trend upwards from recent lows. Australian housing, uh, 63 points, uh, 63 basis points, up three basis points. It doesn't look as if there's an awful lot of stress on the ANZ in terms of those uh, overdue accounts there, something we've seen from others as well. Uh, we do have as well this morning out uh, other results. I'm just going to find some more. Uh, the ANZ, uh, their SETI ratio, 13.5%. Uh, it was up from 13.2% a quarter ago. Ingham's has reported FY underlying NPAT, 71.1 million. Uh, the market was going for around 58. Underlying EBITDA, 433.7, which is slightly above Full-year dividend, 14.5 cents there. So that looks all right. Zero has had their AGM this morning, repeating their FY24 outlook. Not an awful lot of detail there, I have to say, uh, from that AGM um, address from the CEO and the chair. Uh, David Thody now, of course, the chair for Zero, But they must be doing better on the back of the viewing figures for the World Cup. They're one of the major sponsors of that. Uh, Dreadnought Resources has put out some further drilling results from Yin, including 36 metres at 2.75% TREO. Um, and we also have had uh, James Hardy, a CFO, uh, Jason Mille, is to step down effective immediately. And Vulcan Energy out this morning commences commissioning at the lithium extraction, extraction optimization plant. And Beacon Lighting out as well this morning. Uh, NPAT 33.6, market was going for 34.9. Revenue 3.12, market was going for 3.14. So a little bit light on there. Uh, EBITDA 85.6, uh, market was 85.9. So just a smidge of a miss. Uh, given the property project delays in FY23, Beacon Lighting will have an extensive company store opening program in FY24, according to them. Uh, in uh, some of the moves from brokers, uh, vicinity centers upgraded to underperform from a cell at CLSA. Uh, Seven Group, uh, their numbers out. Uh, just a recap of some holdings there. Reports that Newcrest is looking to sell the Telfer mine. And the Amcor number's just dropping. Uh, profit rebound next year, they say. They suffered an 11% drop in net profits after tax to $1.089 billion in the last 12 months to June 30. Softening consumer environment. Shoppers buying in bulk as they chase value. But the chief executive, Ron Delia, expects profit growth to resume again in June, half of 2023. Revenues were flat. Uh, 14.7 billion US dollars. Of course, Amcor is listed on the New York Stock Exchange, but does have a listing 
in Australia as well. Well, that's it from me today. Another busy day. It is Super Thursday. Plenty of results, plenty of action. Spy down around 23-odd points. Again, uh, commodity prices eased, but it will all be about results. Stock-specific at the moment. And uh, have a great day, as always. And may the trading gods be with you.